drink this double IPA and drown my sorrows. Yeah, I got the Gatorade and LaCroix tonight. I'm going for the hard stuff. Damn, Benjamin, changing it I just, up. I finished a glass of wine. Need to... Oh, fancy. Oh, I didn't get classic. I'm over here drinking fucking can. plastic bottle vodka and shit. Oh, you need to drink better than plastic no, it's bottle not plastic, vodka. It's not okay. plastic bottle vodka. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. Chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it the annexation of Puerto Rico. up how's it going welcome to apr aka the annexation of puerto rico podcast we are the football podcast giving you all the ins and outs of every nfl game when we get there uh but we got a lot to go on with this offseason but uh before we before we go to that i gotta mention that tonight we are being brought to you by tavour where you can get the best craft beer delivered straight to your front door from breweries all around the u.s using tavour just go to tavour.com that's t-a-v-o-u-r or download the tavour app and use promo code taproom when signing up to get ten dollars off your first purchase of 25 dollars or more let's meet the crew we've got jordan stacks on stacks on stacks let's Let's we go. got Steady Eddie Martin, and I am Big yep. Ball and Ben Larson. How you boys doing tonight? Not good. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Oh, man. That's a good way to start it. Uh, Oakland, <laughs> Oakland A's blues, huh? Yeah, the A's stink. The Bucks stink. Brooke Lopez stinks. Yes, he does. Brooke Lopez fucking uh, sucks. I don't know how the guy continues to get minutes, but... John Gruden's the worst GM in football. <laughs> it just gets worse. Here, man. <laughs> it just gets worse and worse, dude. Sharks are losing three or four one. Not hitting the over for you. Yeah, the <laughs> over, <laughs> dude. We just need one goal, bro. They had five goals like halfway through third period or second period. Man. Hey, I but... mean, the world is just against me in these last few days, dude. <laughs> we we went on that insane heater, like. At one point, I was like 23 and two, just like, dude, I was just fucking raining money down. And then the world just like, you know, the world bounces um, itself but, out. And here we go. What's going to be just crazy is they're going to like wake up tomorrow and it's going to be like Kyler Murray sprains foot at house live streaming. Eddie, I'll do not do that to me now. <laughs> Come on. Just say it, dude. It's going to knock on wood, dude. If that uh, happens, I'm going to fucking drive up to Reno. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> you can drive up. I agree with the first part. You can drive up to Reno, go to the bar, hang out. <laughs> so oh. that would that would definitely be news of uh, next week. But uh, let's jump into some news of the week because we do have a lot to talk about.
big news yesterday. Sam Donald gets traded for go, baby for nothing. Absolutely, absolutely career back a on number track. a number three overall draft pick in 2018 gets traded for a sixth rounder in the 2021 draft and a second and fourth in the 2022 draft. So first off that return, ouch. And second off, I mean, jets are obviously going to be taking a QB to probably fuck up his career, just like they did with the uh, Donald, but uh, who, who's, who are they going to take? This really pisses me off. First on. of all, let's not talk about who they're going to take. We need to talk about Sam Darnold, Hall of Fame career, back on track, dude. Hall I saw his career. Listen, his numbers. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. I don't care about his numbers. I, you want to hear a number, Ben? I heard today, I heard this stat and I actually researched it to make sure it was correct. The Jets are 0 and 10 when Sam Darnold doesn't start. 0 and 10 in his career when he and does then like not 1 and 20 when he does. When he does. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, look what he had to deal with, dude. He had Adam Gase, like, he had the talent. He had like the second to worst offensive line rating in PFF during his starts. They get Robbie Anderson was like decent. They let him go. He now he's reunited with Robbie Anderson. I mean, he was never ever set up for success. Success usually someone like Sam Darnold, dude, he, he would never be given another opportunity. But this is like the whole world sees it. Like he was dealt the worst hand of all time. And like the kid has talent, dude. He has great arm talent. He's a great fucking talented kid and now he gets to play with joe brady you know and he led that all-time uh college season for joe burrow at lsu i i mean this is huge for him and i think i think this is a big move dude i think this is a huge move for carolina obviously i think carolina tried to trade up uh with atlanta and i think this tells us that atlanta said fuck you and they went out to their option b and that also tells me that they're they definitely didn't think there was a quarterback outside of the top four that were worth taking. So Eddie, you're uh, over yeah. five, four and a half. I don't think is very good. No, that's hitting, dude. It's hitting. Yeah, but isn't, the fir- isn't the there a bet for the first four picks being quarterbacks? Yeah, that's hitting too. That's definitely hitting now for sure. And then the yeah. then the Patriots are taking one later in the draft. So there's your five. See, I don't think so because I heard today that the the Falcons are trying to trade out a four. Which means that mm-hmm. that per, that team's gonna the fact that the Carolina didn't think that anybody anyone outside of the top four like they felt the top four picks were gonna be quarterbacks they weren't able to trade in the top four that tells you that they don't think anybody is worth it after that so they were like all right we're gonna go get Sam Darnold and then we're gonna take the best offensive tackle and after Sewell and Slater at six because he's gonna be taken by uh, Cincy at five and this is gonna be huge for Carolina Matt Rule is a great head coach. And I was talking to Ben before we started recording, Eddie. I think that Carolina plus 700 to win the NFC South is a fucking beautiful value bet. Well, yeah, I agree. I mean, with McCaffrey coming back alone, that's going to help that team out. Uh, but I think it, I don't necessarily um, agree per se with the Panthers thinking that there's nothing outside the top four. I think it's more of, they had feelers out to the Jets for Darnold for a while. I mean, we've heard about this for a while. And the Jets offered him something that they're like, wow, we can't pass this up. We're literally giving up nothing to get. Because I mean, they wanted a first-round pick to begin with. So Right, but the Jets made the 
usual Jets mistake of announcing that they were going to be trading Darnold. So when you announce it, you just lose value in your own in your own player at that point because they're not going to take a quarterback and keep Darnold on the roster. Um, I mean, they so could. They could. They're not paying Darnold anything. Pick. He's he's on the rookie contract. Yeah, I mean, but it's still. I think for the Panthers, though, like you said, it's a really good move for the Panthers, and it's going to be a great move for Darnold because he's going to have the option of a run game. Like he's he's never really had a run game in New York. I mean, can you name a Jets running back? Le'Veon Bell passes prime. I mean, that doesn't count. Like you had Frank Gore running there for like last year. Like I mean, like thirty (laughs) eight. When I was in high school, I think Frank Gore was in his tenth year. Uh, (laughs) And then, like, and on top of that, the Jets—they're getting nothing. Like I mentioned, like you get picks in twenty twenty two, right? Which second rounders are good, dude. Second and third round. Yeah, but it's going to be a late. If but it's going to be late. We're talking about how good the Panthers are going to be. Good. Yeah, exactly. The Panthers. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, it's still it's still an extra pick because I mean, first of rounds one to four, you're like drafting starters or you're looking for starters. Yeah, I mean that's that's fine. But for a quarterback, though, like for like just for the, I mean, they were talking about Marcus Mariota getting second rounders. I mean, obviously, I mean, obviously, no one probably was really looking to trade for Sam Darnold if the fucking Niners traded up to to draft a quarterback at three, right? And then. Obviously, the Jets aren't going to trade to the Patriots. They're in the same division, so they're definitely not going to trade right. Darnold to happening. the Patriots. And then Colts traded for Carson Wentz. So really, the only other options out there for Sam Darnold was the the Saints, right? And then they resigned. Uh, what's I think name? it was yeah. I think it was really just like the Panthers and the Broncos, right? Like yeah, and the Broncos. I mean, I think they're like set on. Drew Locke. I, I, I hope think they that, are. I think that they think that <laughs> like they haven't seen enough of him yet. Neither so, have I. Who, you know, who knows? I'd love to see him for the next 10, 15 years. It'd be wonderful. I mean, he had, he's had some moments, though. He's looked good at times. I feel like he's just one of those guys that has to be. He's kind of like, and I've always said this about like Dak Prescott. Like when you're down 21 and you're playing a prevent, these guys look great. Like Prescott, even last year when he put up all the numbers, they were down like 30 in the first quarter. So your your defenses are playing back. You got more room to throw, right? Not saying that Prescott's a bad quarterback. I'm not trying to like badmouth him, but he had a bunch of yards because they were playing. <laughs> I'm not trying to the badmouth him, but hey, yeah, but, I mean, yeah. hey, dude. Plus, look at the look at the defense that that lock or the uh, that Denver had. That was their huge, you know, the right. breakdown. So. You know, if they had an actual defense, maybe you see Locke getting a little bit uh, better numbers there. I don't know. I mean, at least winning more games. Yeah. You don't put up 25, 30 points a game. Their offense wasn't that good either. But I think a lot has to do with their offensive line, too. Their offensive line wasn't good by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, We don't talk about the Broncos on this show. Let's keep it moving. (laughs) (laughs) Hall of Fame quarterback, man. I don't know if I'd, I'd go that far with, uh, with, with Darnold. Sam Donald. I don't either. Yeah. I think Donald's no, can Hall be, of Fame career back on track. I think Donald is can be like a top twelve quarterback in the league maybe next year, and for him that's really good. And for the Panthers and how good that offense is, that could be really good for them. Uh, their defense, 
their defense was top 15 DVOA last year, so they weren't bad. And they were filled with a lot of rookies. Remember, they took That's seven true. draft picks. That is true. Uh, yeah. on, and they on did play really players. well at the second half of the year defensively. So uh, I could see the Panthers actually, you know, making some noise this year. But, again, it's going to have to be like McCaffrey being healthy, dude. If he's not healthy, then. Nah, he's a running back, dude. Like, yeah, him being healthy just adds a whole other element. But He's their best player on the team. He's yeah, the best no, player in the conference. Not anymore. <laughs> the fuck, man! Take USC out of it, and uh, I'm, no, I'm I doubt telling you, you're dude. saying that, uh, Bro, that information turn, anymore. Turn I got a, I got a question for you. Turn on the 2016 Rose Bowl, USC versus Penn State. Like that was one of the most. Yeah, didn't he still have more interceptions at, per game than? Let's put on. Like, let's put on Jamarcus Russell's college shape, dude. That looked great too. True, but that's How'd what I'm that saying. Like you, you need the right coaching. But Sam Darnold ha- has a better work ethic than Jamarcus Russell. Let's be honest, dude. <laughs> let's not mm-hmm. even go there. And Sam Darnold showed that's flashes of being good, but like, dude, you got to put him around the the right environment. Russell. Like nobody would have succeeded under the Jets. Kyler Murray would have never succeeded sure. with the Jets. Do you think um, – oh, my God, why am I uh, – Robbie Williams. Uh, Anderson? Robbie Anderson, thank you. Um, do you think he's Robbie pissed Anderson? or do you think he's stoked? No, he's probably stoked because fucking Darnold can throw it fucking more than 10 yards. Teddy Bridgewater can't. It's true. Yeah. He had, um, a, he had a connection with Bridgewater, though. He did, so, but at Arnold the end of the year, they were throwing it to uh, what's his name all the time, Samuel. DJ Moore. Yeah, wasn't it Curtis Samuel getting all the touches last year? Yeah, he's on the Washington football team now. Yep, that's nice. But, I mean, Panthers still have a lot of talent, man. Robbie Anderson, oh, they do. DJ Moore's nice. Um, you said yep. McCaffrey already. They could even take Kyle Pitts, number six, dude. They're yeah, at eight. I could see that. Or eight. They could take Pitts at it's eight. Still- yeah, no, Pitts or uh, Waddell. Uh, I don't think they'll take a receiver because if Jamar Chase is gone, and then even though I think Waddle is better than um, Devontae Smith, I don't think a team's going to reach for Waddle knowing that he just coming off a bad injury in top six. If uh, Kyle Pitts I mean, is he- there. Well, if Pitts him. is there, then yeah, you take Pitts, right? Because that's like a legitimate hole in your offense. But like, same with their left tackle, they need a left tackle. Yeah, I mean, if you do, I mean, I wouldn't. I, there's no reason why Carolina would look, even look defense. I think in the first three rounds, so mm-hmm. you get a skill player round one, and then fill your offensive line rounds two and three. I think that'd be pretty good. Or you could take Slater, who's the second best offensive tackle in the draft. And then you could draft like Amon St. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown in the uh, second round. I mean, there's a lot of this is a offensive heavy draft. This draft, right? I mean, even if you take like Waddle though, and just you don't have to rush him in because you already have weapons, dude. Like, that's bro, you're not taking a guy top ten to not rush in. This Why is not? the NFL, bro. They expect so? first round picks to come out and ball out of control right in yep, the first right like away. week. You don't take seven rookies and put them in defense and expect them to ball out when they first get out there either, dude. This team shows they can be patient. Like I feel like no, they know nah, that the not, they, they, first they round you're drafting a guy that need that has to f- contribute and produce your team right now. That's why they don't do. Remember before, like twenty years ago, when we were growing up, the expectation was you draft a quarterback and he like sits for a year. Dudes, the quarterbacks, like, you would even draft a quarterback in the first round, he wouldn't play. Like, quarterbacks never played right away. And then all of a sudden now it's like, 
we don't even give we have zero patience for quarterbacks it's like dude if you suck right away dude you're yeah, you're done. done we're moving on we're, we're yeah, gonna drop the next guy next year it's just it's wild dude like everything's just rapid it's just now and honestly a great question i i should propose to both of you is do you think that has to do a lot with social media because nowadays everything's like a, a second news cycle whereas before it used to be 24 hours and before that it was even less you basically read the paper watched the morning news um i don't know man i'll let ben answer this first actually before i go I think it's a lot more with the development of the players. I mean, you see, you see players now that are twice the size of, of kids coming out of, of college back then. So, you know, when, and when you have so much writing on your team, like in these win now situations, because you're, you know, spending, you know, hundred million dollars, then, you know, you have to have that, that show for your fans, for them to, you know, stay, you know, engaged with the team. So I think it's a little bit of both. You can't have a team now going 10, 15 years on a slump like they used to have. You you like won't have those. Yeah, you don't have those diehard fans in a majority of those, you know, those locations that will stick with a team. You know, I, you see that in baseball now, basketball a little bit you know but football i think is more of the like here and now instead of the generational fans so yeah well i agree with the fan the fans thing it's crazy uh we'll just uh switch it real quick um you don't have to like like back in the day it was you had to watch like two games right on every sunday so you had their 10 a.m game uh, which you get one on CBS and on Fox, right? And they'd be like a broadcasted game. Sometimes you got lucky and had a, a game on both channels. But then once one o'clock hit, at least for us in the Bay Area, it was either the Raiders or Niners. That was all that's on TV. They they weren't allowed to show another game if the home team was playing, right? So you were kind of force-fed to watch your local team. Well, now with the Sunday ticket, that's not a thing. Like you can watch any game, anytime, watch any team. So like, for example, Jordan being a Cardinals fan in Vegas, he can watch the Cardinals because of like yeah. the ticket. Right. Or like, red zone. Yeah, yeah. Either way like you can watch the game, any team you want now. Um, but to the patience thing, man, I think a lot of it has to do, especially with quarterbacks. Uh, now, like back then they would draft a quarterback and expect the quarterback to learn the system nowadays they draft a quarterback and they create a system for the quarterback and not all the that. time though i mean but yeah yeah of course they do same with patrick mahomes it's happened with lamar jackson like this is well, what that's, those done. are like the elite these are the rookies that have come in and been successful though like if you build a system around the quarterback right so now that puts more pressure on the quarterback if he can't succeed well, then he's got to go dude because they put everything around all right so that's a great that's a great point, Eddie, because I think they draft quarterbacks that fit their system already and that they can like, you know, tinker a little bit around what they do to make the team even better. And I think that proposes an even bigger problem, too, because head coaches like they're given such a short leash now. You know, you get like three right. years and if you don't yeah. do well, it's like on to the next one. And then that's when like they usually move on from a quarterback. So like every head coach gets his quarterback. I think with Kyle Shanahan and the Niners, you know, perfect thing right here is this is like the first time he gets to draft his quarterback, 
you know, he was giving Jimmy G because it was like a cheap throwaway, right? And then obviously Jimmy G just can't stay healthy and he just he doesn't have that like that arm talent to like doesn't have the same talent Justin Fields will have in San Francisco. God, I hope yeah, it's yeah. Justin Fields and fucking uh, oh my god, with the, pick, but with the Jets be. with the Jets now, you know, guaranteed to take a, a QB like if we get fucking Mac Jones, oh my god! If they traded up to three to draft Mac Jones, like that's wild to me, bro. Like, it's happening. Like that. I mean, we can all kind of like see it. Like Justin Fields make too much makes too much sense, so that's why they won't pick him. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just the way the world works, dude. Maybe this I is mean, a Raider it's fan. It's just like but. I feel like this always happens, dude. Like every year, this like there's this prospect that like the general public and like people that like know the game, I guess, sort of say they are absolutely out on like Mitch Trubisky when he was drafted by the bears, like everybody was kind of like, dude, why is Trubisky like so hot right now? Why is everyone hyping him up? Like he's just an average quarterback. He only started nine, 10 games in his college career. And I feel like Mac Jones is that guy this year. And I mean, I'm by I'm no professional NFL scout by any stretch of the imagination, but I do watch a lot, a lot of college football and Mac Jones, like, dude, he plays behind the number one offensive line. Like, dude, four of these offensive linemen are going to go in the first two rounds that he played against. Like that's elite talent. And he's going to have two first round draft pick wide receivers too. So look at the talent around him. You know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy is like, I'm like the opposite. I don't watch a ton of college football. Like I watch like a game a week, really, dude, like the big games or whatever. Like I don't sit there and like spend all Saturday. But I watched, obviously watched the national title game. And Jones threw for what, like 400 something yards, right? Like just diced him up. And I don't think he had one throw where there was a defender within 10 yards. Yeah, that's that's how it is, dude. Like that's that easy. So like Jones is definitely – like sure if the guy's wide open he'll hit the, he'll make the throw but like that's not the nfl you know yeah. um so I, again that's but you, you see players too that like are better and they slip all the time right i mean we could just go Randy back Moss. and look at aaron like aaron Rodgers, even like even when he was yeah. drafted like he went all the way to whatever it was like 20 whatever and he was clearly the best quarterback the best player in that draft but for whatever well, people reason, were worried about his character though they thought he was like he thought he was too cool Dude, he throws the ball like that. Maybe he is, dude. <laughs> Guess who he lost to, though? Multiple times. All right, so speaking of Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we had him, uh, him hosting his first SC, episode maybe. of Jeopardy. His first episode of Jeopardy this week, and he is supposed to be going for nine more episodes between uh, now and the 16th. So nine more nine more episodes he's going to be in for two weeks and nice. uh he's there's been there's been some fun on there so but the big thing is that uh aaron Rodgers now has gone on to oh, i don't remember the podcast name uh but uh has ba- basically said like he would be down to be the full-time host of uh of jeopardy and they Could did be. the numbers so they film 46 days a year and he works 187 days a year with the the Packers. So, I mean, that gives him 178 days left. You you know, do those those uh, recordings for 46. They only record 46 days a year. Yeah, yeah, because they do a full week 
of uh, episodes per day, like one day a week. Yeah. Oh, it's only 30 minutes long, dude. You know 30 I mean? minutes long. They have a break where the uh, winner goes and changes. So it looks like I was going to say, dude, they're always the wearing day. something different. Yeah. That's how <laughs> oh, they do. They're so, smart, dude. I mean, he's, Alex Trebek. He's, uh, you know, he's said multiple times, especially when he was, uh, he was a guest on Celebrity Jeopardy that he wants to host. It's a dream of his. Let's and do it. Let's I mean, the, I'm not, I'm not opposed to the idea, but I'd rather give the Dan, people what they want, dude. No, nah, I want Dan Patrick to host Jeopardy, though. I don't think he would have enough time. Dan Patrick, DP, yeah, yeah he did maybe. Sports Jeopardy, though. Remember? Yeah, yeah, but true. he's he's doing more talk shows and and pod. The Dan Patrick's like the and, king of radio right now, dude. Yeah, Dan Patrick, so, no, Colin yeah. Coward is right now. Dan oh, Patrick's gonna... my king, but Cowherd is like the number one radio guy right now. Mm, I don't know, dude. Patrick does more than just his radio show, though. But he slimmed down his duties a lot because he used to do uh, Sunday Night Football. He used to do the pregame, postgame show, and now he doesn't do it. Right. Well, he's old, yeah. dude. But... Dude, he's only like 60. <laughs> he ain't that old. Dude, do you know how much money that dude has? Like, why even work? Yeah, but I mean, like he loves sports, dude. That's why I like I love his show, dude, because he's just like a guy like me, and he's just like he just goes back to his memories, and he's like, yeah, when you know, just brings up like these old games. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's like me right there. I'm like, yeah, that brings me to this point where, like, you know, I was chilling and watching you blabbering about the A's. (laughs) I'm just talking about Dan Patrick. Like, he's a he's a sports guy, dude. Like, he just has. He has all these memories, and he's just like he's seen a lot, you know, watched a lot, he knows a lot. That shit's dope. Yeah, well, I do. Aaron Rodgers needs to host Jeopardy, dude. That'd be awesome. Did you guys see dope? I'm I'm all for it, dude. Because I love the final round. I was gonna say the contestant trolls would be so good. Did you see the final round? Yeah, Yeah. where they where they ask like who who kicked the field goal? No, yeah. So the question, and I mean, come on. Let's see if you guys know the answer to this question. So accepting a lifetime achievement, Any, he said, just take 10 seconds to think about people who have helped you uh, become who you are. So who, who was that? Any guesses? Who is Steady Eddie Martin? Well, just Hold take on, 10 seconds, 10 seconds to think about the people who have helped you become who you are when accepting his uh, lifetime achievement Emmy. The that for Aaron Rodgers, that was the that was the question for the final Jeopardy. I'm just seeing if you know it. I don't know. It was Mister Rogers, but uh, oh. the uh, the the returning champ answered who wanted to kick the field goal, and his response was, "That's a great question. It should be correct, but unfortunately for this game, it's incorrect." <laughs> so. <laughs> He was even uh, putting a little shade on on his coach there for making that call, but uh, damn, could happen. Yeah, yeah, dude. I just think like that's Aaron Rodgers. Has, <laughs> that's Aaron Rodgers has the personality yeah. for it, dude. And like the contestants would love it, the people would love it. Jeopardy can get itself back on the map, you know. Like I mean, you Je- gotta. I mean, that's, always, why, been, that's why. That's why Jeopardy's uh, always been on the map. Well, of course it is, but like you, you can't just put some random person to like come and host after Alex. Dan Patrick. He's hosted sports Jeopardy. Dude, he's like the perfect doing? host. But he won't do dude, it. He's Dan Patrick. 
He has like the dopest voice and like he's just soothing. Yeah, I don't think he'd do it, dude. I don't think that's what he, he wants to do with his life. Probably not. Not at this point. That's what I mean. Life. Maybe like if he was like 20 years ago, Dan Patrick, sure, why not? But I mean, if I mean once Aaron Rodgers retires, because like let's be honest, how many more years is Rodgers playing? That's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Like two, three years, maybe at most. So yeah, then once he would, retires, it'd be perfect for him. That would be dope, dude. That would actually be dope. I'd probably yeah. watch Jeopardy every day. I, I would too, face. dude. Oh come on, I you better you guys better fucking watch Jeopardy every day. No, Get I watch. I, I watch SNL Jeopardy. Dude. 20, 20 minutes a day. That's without commercials. SNL Jeopardy, dude. I got yeah, Jeopardy quality. <laughs> uh, all right, so that was a quick one. Let's move on to another one that hopefully is a, a quick one because this is uh, pretty fucking ridiculous. I gotta say, uh, Tampa Bay Bucks cornerback Carlton Davis sent a lovely tweet containing an anti-Asian slur uh, on Sunday night, and I mean he's since apologized, saying that he didn't realize the term deeply, you know hurt someone had a deep hurting meaning and this was his uh, his series of tweets for the apologies i would never offend any group of people you reporters can look for another story to blow up uh the term was directed towards a producer claiming he ran miami uh with that being said i'll retire the word from my vocabulary giving the hard times our asian families are enduring i use the term uh, and then posted a picture somewhere uh saying with just some definition we don't know if it was actually for the word he used saying a term commonly used in south florida to describe a person who is lame Syn- <laughs> uh, synonym for lame whack fool or stupid and then and what's uh, that what's that word we don't know don't say it we don't yeah we don't know what the the definition was it was he just posted the definition and then he said uh, he used a term from uh, where I came from has always meant lame, but I didn't realize it was much darker negative connotation. I've learned a valuable lesson and want to apologize to anyone who was offended by seeing that word because we need to focus on help each other during these tough times. Like, he's a good publicist. Yeah, somebody yeah. definitely wrote that for him. But uh, I mean, it's just like the Myers Leonard, you know, quote how are you so ignorant to not know that that's uh, racially uh, derogatory word? Right. It's dude, it's, it's just ridiculous. Like in this day and age, the year 2021 for you to ever say anything publicly on a Snapchat on Twitter on anything as a celebrity figure, you you're just you're dumb. Like it's not a smart thing to do. And like all these people went to college, they all had educations. Like they're not dumb people, but it it blows my mind. Like if I was in a position like they were, I would never do anything to jeopardize it. But clearly, you know, we've lived different lives apparently. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I, I mean, what he said is just you would, especially like, what's going on right now. And when with, it wasn't yeah. it just Atlanta that they went and shot up the the yeah, Asian and uh, if you club, I mean, 
anyone in the, with American history, I mean, if you studied Vietnam, you know what the hell that word means. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And every American has studied at some point in public high school, anything in you've studied junior the high Vietnam war. Yeah. Forrest Gump. Like multiple times. <laughs> so Gump. like I don't either I mean he could he could truly not know what it means. I mean he could have never paid attention in school. Like I don't Probably. know. You know what I'm saying? Like he I'm, I don't know. I don't know him personally but like he's you're telling me like someone close to him don't even teach him this shit right like <laughs> where did he grow up like he pays people money to like protect his image and they're just like nah you go ahead and use it dude i don't know if he does he's just a cornerback he's not like still clearly that's it's that's crazy to me though like that it even happened and it shouldn't even happen like doesn't surprise me that he plays for the Buccaneers and his, you know, quarterback is MAGA Brady. So it's just, yeah, dude. It's just that you got to know, like the time, like the time period, dude. Like this is not the time to do anything like that. Nor should it ever been, but especially now in 2021, dude. Yeah, for sure. Everyone's looking for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, just looking for a reason. A bad mis, definitely a bad mistake, dude. Definitely a bad mistake. Do you think he plays, or is he done? Sure, nah, he'll he plays. Play. He'll play. What's, what's that? Uh, what's that wide receiver Eddie that played for the Eagles that dropped the end bomb at a country concert? The oh, white the white dude. Yeah. Um, what was his name? I was just talking about him the other day. Dude, I don't know why his name is Riley. Is it Riley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cooper, Riley, Cooper. Riley, Riley Cooper. Riley Cooper. Riley Cooper. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He played, he played like the next year. He played yeah. the next year, and he had a show on E. Season. Yeah, he was on a TV wow. show on E. Yeah. I watched it. It's way enough. It's it is nuts. That's absolutely nuts. As long as you don't, as long as you don't smoke weed, all right. So if you if you get caught smoking Which weed, you're definitely out of the NFL. <laughs> and you don't hit a woman on video. Those are the only two things that'll get you kicked out. Of Unless the you're Kareem Hunt. Well, he kicked no, he, a woman. He, he kicked hit. a woman. Yeah. And he's still playing, by the way. <laughs> so I mean it's the same goddamn thing. Oh no, absolutely. Absolutely. So um Yeah. Charlie yeah. Browner, dude. Well they that video that they showed of Ray Rice, you know, just it, it desensitized everybody. So the next time they saw it, they were like, Oh yeah, we've seen we've seen NFL players as, do this. Before. Yeah, it wasn't as bad right. as Ray Rice. So ah, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. It is. It, it definitely is. It is very crazy. The NFL is a crazy, crazy league. Dude, it's so it's amazing to me. Like, like you think about it, right? The NFL, like if you think about the actual season itself, right? This yeah. is why I love this sport this sport so much. And I love oh, this. God. This, this, I don't know where he's going with this. Yeah, they, seriously. We were no, just listen, talking about this has nothing to do with the topic. The I'm actually changing word. the topic. No, no, no. I'm actually changing the topic. Uh, <laughs> season goes really from what September to February? Really? Like the first, like the beginning of February, right? So if you count, that's what, like five months, right? Something yeah. like that. It's like six months. Weeks, six months, yeah. right? But yet. They're in the headlines every day. Like they still like not for this. This is stupid. This isn't really a headline. We just didn't have much else to talk about. Like 
because I don't. It is a headline. This I don't think. I think this is the kind of thing like I don't feel like it should have attention though, because like why this is yeah you got to. You, yeah, but you yeah, have to but bring I mean, this like, to people's attention so yeah, like, you know dude. that that's not okay and that we need to make these it's changes just, in America. People need to be like out of the league, dude. Like you want to fucking make a statement, like cut them, but they won't. Well, then yeah, that should be right. the big thing is that the, the see, NFL the other is not, thing is that yeah, as that long as you're good at care. what you do, you can do whatever that's you what want. <laughs> All right, so let's take a we we spent a lot of time on news today, so let's take a break and uh, hear from our Taproom Sports affiliate network. But uh, gotta make sure go to Tavour, use promo code Taproom and get ten bucks off your purchase of twenty five or more. Do you like sports? Yeah. Do you like beer? Yeah. Well, the perfect podcast exists for you. Tune in every Monday as I, Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lats. And me, Big Ball and Ben Larson, as we recap the weekend sports, preview upcoming games, and review quality craft brews on the Taproom Sports Podcast. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. Visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more info. All right, it is time to get back into our kind of preview of our pre-draft preview, I guess we should say, of uh, the NFC and AFC divisions. And this week we are going to be talking about the North. So we're going to be looking at what they added in free agency, what they still kind of need to uh, pick up at the draft. So let's start with the NFC. Um, You know, we've got the, at least as things stood last year, the Green Bay Packers took the division at 13 and 3. And at the bottom, we had the Detroit Lions with the Bears and the Vikings right there in the middle. Uh, Bears at eight and eight, Vikings at seven and nine. Uh, Detroit finished with a five and 11 record. So let's start things off. We, uh, you guys didn't like how I did it last week, uh, going with the picks of, of who, uh, who you thought were going to win the division. So we're going to start at the bottom and, and move our way to the top. So Detroit Lions made some changes this year. Five and eleven last year. Where do you think they're uh, they're going to be going at this draft? Uh, they're one in fifteen this year, no matter what they do. <laughs> they stink, dude. And I think they they kind of know that too, because like all their off season moves are one year deals. Like they didn't sign anybody really long term besides Jamal Williams, who they gave a two year deal. Like they're picking up guys like Bashar Perriman on a one year deal, Tyrell Williams on a one year deal. They're, you know what I mean? Like they traded for Jared Goff. So clearly they're not trying to win. Um, and I mean, they're, they're just building for the future again. Like I, I don't know what they, they literally need everything. So they could be a complete wild card in this draft. Like if you're ever talking about pick the best player available, I think the Lions, that's what they're going to do because they need everything. Yeah. And no, I, I agree with Eddie. I, I think that they're going to be a bad football team and, I think they're a team that I was kind of surprised, you know, this is a, supposed to be a quarterback heavy draft and, you know, they, they definitely have the means to move up and grab a quarterback now. So the fact that they're not kind of tells me that they probably will just take the best player available, which could be at this point uh, when they draft, it could be Devonte Smith or Kyle Pitts. But I mean, they have TJ Hawkinson, which is a great tight end. So I think they pass on uh, Pitts. I mean, they're in an interesting position because they could they could take a tackle um, if Slater's there. Like, there's a lot of options for them to take, and I agree with Eddie. I think I think honestly, they're trying to lose, which is why they're just like, "Yo, like we're gonna run with Goff, right? He's only owed 
I don't know how much he's owed left on his deal, probably like 29, 30 million. So get it over with this year, get the number one, number two pick next year where Spencer Rattler, Keaton Slovis, Sam Howell are going to be in the draft and maybe you could draft your quarterback then. All right. But they're they're in a peculiar spot here because I definitely think they're going to be the worst team in the division. Hands well, down. yeah, yeah. If we're going to talk about the other three teams in the division, but they're like all three of the other teams are like potential playoff contenders, and they're not even close. You know what I mean? So I think they know that they're building for the future. You know what I mean? Um, and who knows? Maybe they do take a quarterback in this draft, and they know that like. You know, they're not going to get anyone in the top four, so they just take the fifth quarterback that's available. I don't think they do that. but Yeah, uh, you just Patriots. want them to do that, to hit that over. Oh, well, no, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Patriots will take care of that for me. Well, actually, a lot of a lot of uh, mock drafts do have them taking a QB down at that seventh spot. That's crazy. Um, Trey Lance? I imagine Basically, whoever's that. left. Trey Lance would be my Trey guess. Trey Lance would be dope, actually. Mac Jones back at five. I don't know. Does Justin Fields fall all that he way? He could. He could. There's but I doubt it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, long story short, line stink. At this point, oh, we know yeah. three quarterbacks are going top three. We know there's going to be three quarterbacks gone. So now yeah. it's whether it's about whether what teams have which quarterbacks where on their draft board because – you know, obviously Cincinnati's not taking a quarterback at five, right? Yeah. Right. Atlanta's the wild card. If Atlanta trades out, I mean, someone's trading up to take a quarterback. Right. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's like a, a team like, I don't know. I'm just going to throw a, a team out there, the Chiefs, right? If they were to trade up, they would probably be taking a Sewell or Devontae Smith or whatever, right? So it depends on who's training up, but most likely if a team trades up in that four spot, we got four quarterbacks going top four. Yeah, yeah you only trade up really in the top five for a quarterback, real yeah. realistically. You know what yep. I mean? Unless there's like, you know, player that you can't live without type deal that you, you don't think you'll get at your spot. But for the Lions, I think they stay pat, just draft whatever's available. Um, yeah, there's really not much else to say about the Lions. Yep. yep. All right, so let's let's move on to that next one. Um, I mean, we're really close in this division between uh, second and third, but let's go with the Minnesota Vikings. Finished seven and nine last year, uh, yeah. minus forty-five point differential. That's is is pretty tough for the the Vikings, who are supposed to have a uh, touch top-notch defense. So, well, that was the problem was that their defense was injured. Daniel Hunter, all pro, hurt. Uh, Anthony Barr, all pro, hurt. Like they they had dudes out the whole year. And I think yeah. that's their best. I think that's their best thing happening this year is those guys are going to come back healthy. They don't have many holes to fill, to be honest. They can go offensive tackle in their <laughs> first presence. round. Yeah, but they're not going to upgrade their quarterback. I mean, they're paying him thirty million dollars this year. So, oh yeah, no, they're He's going with him. Trash, in my opinion. So it is. Yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. Like that that position set. So I would go offensive line if I was the Minnesota Vikings. I think that's their biggest weakness. But I think they're in a good position. Like they can honestly take the best player on their board at this position, and and the Vikings draft very well. I mean, look mm-hmm. at, look at who they've drafted. Like they've killed the draft over and over and over. So they definitely got a plan in the draft. Yeah, and they're yeah. sitting at fourteen. Yeah, and I think too in their off season they addressed like their main issue, which was defense, right? Like they got um, what's his name, Dalvin Tomlinson. Tomlinson, yeah, Tomlinson. Sorry. Um, 
on a two-year deal. They added Patrick Peterson, who if he's not a number one or number two guy, if he's playing your nickel, I think it'd be still a pretty um, dangerous DB. Um, And the main thing that the Vikings didn't have last year defensively was depth, as you mentioned, all the injuries. Um, I think they were just out there too long because they would have many like tons of games where they'd be in it through three quarters, fourth quarter hits, and their defense gets torched, right? I think they're just gassed. Plus, you got Cousins on the other side goes three and out, like probably once every three possessions. Uh, he had a great season last year. Bro. He did. He was a top I, eight quarterback last year. Kirk Cousins, I think, is a very good quarterback, but I think he's just a guy that needs to rely on a defense to help him get through a lot of things. Um but, well, he didn't. His offensive line was trash too last year. Yeah. So I think draft wise, that's where they're going. I mean, they don't really need anything defensively, really. Like with everyone coming back, they don't really need anything offensively. They could take an edge rusher, though. They could they use could, an edge rusher. They could use an edge, use an edge rusher. But like, what's going to help them more right now, I think, is offensive line. Yep. Yeah. That's where I yeah. see them going there. And they can go any position on the line, too. You know, it's or not tight like, end, too. They can go tight end. I know they did get rid of Kyle Rudolph. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But it, if, if Kyle Pitts isn't there, there's no other. Yeah, yeah. No you don't take him in the first yeah. round. Yeah. 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 I agree. All right, let's move on to, uh, to the, the fucking dumpster fire of the Bears, man. Uh, eight and eight last season. You know, it had surprisingly had a plus two differential in, in in scores. They were three and five at home, which is uh, pretty tough. Two and four in the division. So we've got Andy Dalton as as possibly their starter. I can't believe that. Um, you know, where I mean they're picking at number or I just had it number twenty. Number twenty. Where do you think they're going? I think they need a they're another team that needs offensive line, but yeah, they can go there. They can go uh, quarterback. Quarterback. <laughs> they can go quarterback. I don't think anybody's going to be left at, at twenty. I know Eddie yeah. would uh, disagree with the twentieth pick. They'll figure at QB, something out. But they'll figure I mean, out. A they, way. they seem committed with Andy Dalton, dude. So. Didn't they just lose uh, Allen Robinson too? Uh, no, they they signed they uh, franchise tagged him. They franchise. Oh, that's him, right. Man. That's right. Yeah. Okay. They did end up keeping him. I mean, man, they didn't really do much like to help their team besides trading, yeah, getting rid of Trubisky. Like that was probably a help. But they replaced him with Dalton. I mean, <laughs> dude, to get rid of that like first round bust stigma, I think that's like huge uh, for the team, you know. Um, but replacing it with Dalton, that sucks. Like that's terrible. Uh, I can't believe that of all the teams that needed a quarterback who didn't like go out to trade one, trade for one. They weren't able to land it. Like, I don't know. Maybe the Jets were trying to like help Sam Darnold and not trade him to Chicago. I don't get it, but um, yeah, I don't. Could have been, dude. They could have, dude. I don't think the Bears are going to be any better or any worse um, than last year. Like, I yeah. think the eight and eight number sounds pretty like consistent. Their defense is only getting older too. Right. Like they. Like, the, like, what do they draft, though? Like, that's, like, they need playmakers, right? Like, that's really what it comes down to. Like, they didn't have any playmakers last year that could actually do anything. Uh, Tariq Cohen was always, like, a dynamic weapon that they had in the backfield, and he too, disappeared. I think a lot of their issues had to do with the offensive line, though. I think Ben was onto something there. Yeah. Didn't give him time. The fact that they got Andy Dalton, though, like, good luck. 
Yeah, like, yeah. it's not gonna be any better. Like, I don't even care if you draft a playmaker. Like, what do you? He just he just came on a team that had uh like five playmakers, and he was yeah. and he wasn't able to do anything. You yeah. think the Bears are just like they know they can't compete in the division, so they're just like, yeah, fuck it. I mean, not with that eight, thing, and eight record last year. Well, yeah, they but I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's like, all right, do you continue to go eight and eight, or do you just understand that like? We know it takes a good quarterback. You either have to have a, a good good to great quarterback to compete, or you have to have an elite defense. Like, I'm talking elite defense to be good. Everyone talks about, like, oh, these defenses that win titles. But, dude, the defenses that win titles are, like, all-time great defenses. Oh, yeah. Right? Other than that, it's, like, great quarterback play with good defense good offense but the quarterback makes it happen like if that quarterback goes down the team is like so so other than like the philadelphia eagles obviously so i think with the bears like i think i agree with you eddie and ben as well i think that they understand that they this year might be a washed year like we go into the we do what we can to compete we still got a great defense if our defense steps it up again like they did two years ago we can be a, a great team. We can compete for the division. But I think it's tough to ask that team. I mean, they're two years older, right? They're two years removed from that season. And you have Raekwon Smith coming off an injury. So maybe you go defense here to add to the defense, add an ed- edge rusher. You know, if Zayvon Collins is available there. Or you add a defensive back like Greg Newsome. I think you you could Sorry. go there and just, and just ma- try to make that defense elite again that defense that was you know when they got Khalil Mack and they still got Khalil Mack but that defense when his first year there so I think that might be their thought process like they're paying up to the cap like yeah they've got they only have 521 uh grand in in cap space so you know that does have you know adjustments for the rookies positions there but like they're they're putting things all in and if you're spending that kind of money i don't think you can really you know say hey we're gonna throw the season not necessarily throw the season because the players won't do that but they're not going to give them the so that's what i'm saying like maybe they're relying on that defense to become elite again so why not add to that defense i think they shot they like put all their like they went all in the last two years and now they're paying for it now with the subpar talent and having absolutely zero dollars. It's kind of the same thing that like when Gruden came to the Raiders, right? Like the Raiders went all in in 2016, 2017, it failed and they had no money. So then Gruden had to like cut everybody, get rid of Mac, get rid of Cooper, like clear all this money out to like rebuild. Right. It's kind of like the same thing. I feel like they're about to do the same thing. Like I bet you we see it bears in the off season next year where their team is 180 flipped. You know what I mean? Like, I think they had their chance with the defense. They saw that it didn't work, um, and they're going to start over. Well, I think they're going to try to make the defense work one more time. I mean, Ryan Pace only has one year left on his deal. He's a GM. So, for him, it's either win or he's definitely gone. He's gone. Right. So he's trying to win. I think his vision is that, like, yo, I, I think the only way we can win is by our defense winning. Andy Dalton managed the manage the game so you know maybe that's what i'm saying maybe go defense here and just stack your defense yeah. if you're trying to win this year then yeah 
That's the only that's the only chance well, they he's, have. He's definitely the guy picking making the pick is definitely trying to win this year because yeah. he might not have a job next year. Yeah. True. Yep. All right, and that leaves us with the Green Packers. Uh who I mean, we're we're pretty light years ahead of everybody else in this uh the division at 13 and 3. Um, you know, having a an 81 percent win percentage compared to the Bears at number two at 500. So we saw the Green Bay's woes in the playoffs. They've made small deals, but mostly just brought back players. So where do you think they're going, you know, with this first-round pick? We know he's not going to help uh, Aaron Rodgers. So it's got to be a defensive pick. Where do you think they go? <laughs> yeah, I I mean, you know they're going to pick defense, right? Like <laughs> – why draft a receiver? That makes too much sense. Um, why draft anything offensively? Uh, I mean, they're the twenty ninth pick, though. So then go all O line. I mean, right? Like you can get like a tackle, guard, or something. Um, I don't know. I think they're going to go defensively, though, and I think it's going to be like in the secondary. Yep. There's a lot of good uh, secondary picks that they could take there. And honestly, they need a cornerback because their their defensive backs were that's yeah. where I thought they were pretty so, trash too. So I, read, I, I wouldn't disagree with a cornerback pick here. I read about Caleb Farley potentially slipping because of his uh, second surgery he just had. Potentially. Damn, if he if he drops to them, dude, that's that's a no brainer pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, I mean that's an easy one, but like yeah, they have to go. I would imagine if they're they're going to go secondary, right? Because like, I mean, you can get a receiver, I guess, later in the draft for what That's they're looking their, for. Their know. mo, yeah, like What's seventh that? round or something. Tyson, oh, Campbell, no, there's like that there's gonna fall. be some good second round receiver this year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, I think that that's. I mean, they should they need to share up the defense. Like, we've actually been saying that for. I mean, on this show, even before this show, like when we were just talking, like the def- like the offense clearly is good enough to win, right? It's the defense that needs the help. So uh, I could see why they're not taking receivers because even though they only have Devontae Adams and MVS, you know, they're Lazard. Lazard. I mean, they're still good enough to, to win games, right? Like with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. So dude, they might be able to get Amon St. Raw in the second round. Like, dude, what is, what is going on with these mock drafts? Like, do they watch games? No, dude. What is? There's, there's a the million machine. mock drafts out there, dude. What is going on with these? Is the thing with the Packers though is like they don't really need much, dude. Like they're still thirteen. Well, they definitely need offensive lines. They lost their center. They lost their right tackle. So they definitely need offensive yeah. line. And that's probably where they build is through the draft for it, right? Like, yeah. Definitely. Hopefully they get that, get a good offensive lineman. Cause honestly, that's the only area of like su- superior need that I see for them is offensive line. Yeah. And secondary. Yeah. yeah. I feel like first three rounds, they'll probably address all three of those spots. Yeah. And see, then they win right. the division again. Yeah. And then probably won't win the Super Bowl. Um, but <laughs> let's, uh, uh, let's Vikings move over. Maybe. Uh, let's move over to the AFC North. Um, this right. is actually a division I think we're going to see a lot of change from last year. Uh, last year we had uh, the Steelers coming in at uh, twelve and four, 
And then right behind them were the Ravens and the Browns at 11 and five. And then the poor Bengals, but they're getting Burrow back. You know, Bengals were four, 11 and one, Um, you know, 28% winning uh, percentage there, but let's start with them. I think we're all in agreement on this one. Dude, maybe not. I don't know what you guys are going to say about the Bengals, but they have to protect Burrow. Yeah, they gotta get Sewell. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a given. They have I was to gonna say them. though that like the Bengals have made some of my favorite offseason moves of the year so far. Like some of the players that they've brought in, I've valued higher than maybe others did. I don't know. Like Trey Hendrickson from New Orleans is a solid oh, yeah. defensive nice, end. Dude. He's, He's nice. solid. And He's just never really played as an every down player right. though. I agree. And then they took um, Hilton from Pittsburgh, who was their best uh, DB last year. Uh, so take the weapon from one of your division rivals. Uh, I like those two moves alone for me uh, have made Cincinnati. Like, I feel better about them going into this year. Plus, like we all think they're going to get Sewell in the draft, so that's going to protect Burrow. Um, and uh, T. Higgins is one of my favorite young players in the league, dude. So um, – I actually think Cincinnati might creep up into that eight and eight reign, or what is it, eight and nine? Yeah, yeah. I forget yeah. for getting at seventeen games. So like they, they can be like right around five hundred this year because they weren't like terrible when Burrow was playing. They were losing, but they're losing close games. Like they, I think they're lo- every it's game they're losing was. Though. I mean, it's under. I mean, they're losing by less than seven points, man. Like, you know what I mean? Fair. They were. I mean, it's true. They were I decent they enough to be in it. And you get an offensive lineman to protect uh, Burrow. Uh, Burrow, I mean, Burrow looked good last year, in my opinion. Um, so a lot, re- re- a lot of what the what happens with the Bengals relies on how Joe Burrow comes back, and we, we don't yep. know that. But uh, yeah. got to take Sewell, and that's it. <laughs> that's, yes, there's no question. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yep. No 100%. question. Uh, and now you don't have to worry about the uh, Jets taking him. So no. true. That was my worry for for yeah. Sam. Now that he's, he's pretty much just fallen to them, could be the best yeah, player in the. Watch draft. the Niners. Watch the Niners take him. Trade it up. <laughs> to <laughs> trade it up and take <laughs> yeah. off at the line. Oh man, that'd be crazy. All right, so let's move to the the two uh, the two eleven and five teams, and we're gonna start with the Browns, because um, I mean we were on the choo choo train you know, for a good amount of, uh, of last season. So does Baker, does Baker have another strong season? You've got great mm-hmm. running back there. You've got, uh, well, OBJ is going to be coming back. So that that's is the problem. not a, that's not a recipe for success there, but, so we're, but we're talking about who they're going to draft, right? Yeah. So they're going to be any movement with them. Well, I mean, yeah, I definitely think they're going to be, they're going to be a better team. I mean, they already have the pieces in place, so everything they add in the draft is only going to add to the depth of their team. Um, and I think they can go many different places. I think they're one of the teams that can even trade out of the 26 spot mm-hmm. and get even more picks and add even more depth because I think you can add a wide receiver. Um, I'm on St. Brown. I think uh, – Bateman from Minnesota. I think there's going to be a few guys you can pick up later and trade back at that point. Or you can even go and take the best defensive player and just add to your defense. That was kind of like mediocre. Per I, was gonna se. say, I think an edge rusher might be like in the cards for him. 
Edge would be good if they get if they get a dude there, but I wouldn't reach for an edge rusher there. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Like uh, I read his uh, what's his name? I can never say, pronounce his last name. It's like a Z Zajulari or whatever. Uh, his name floats around a lot with uh, Cleveland, at least in what I've been reading. Um, I just think a, a compliment to Garrett would be nice, though, for that defense. Um, just take a little pressure off of them. Because offensively, they're fine, right, for what they want to do. Like, they want to hand the ball off 40 to 50 times a game yeah. and have Mayfield throw it 15 times a game and preferably not to OBJ. So definitely tight end? Um, um, they got Hooper, right? right? Thank you. Yeah, yep. they got Hooper. Um, so I just think that, like, they don't really need to go for offense. They're coming in at pick 26, so it's a, it's a tough position there. Yeah. Which, again, moves us to the 27th pick, which is going to be, you know, the um, Baltimore Ravens. Hmm. Ravens got to take a receiver. Can you draft quarterback coaches uh, in the NFL draft? They need offense. You, you, can't, you can't. But, I mean, even if they take a, a wide receiver, though, Eddie doesn't think Lamar can throw. No, you so. can't draft a quarterback's coach, so that sucks. Um, you can't. They gotta. They gotta take a receiver at twenty-seven. That's like their biggest area of need. Yeah. Yeah, receiver or tight end uh, to replace uh, Andrews. He's getting old. Who? Um, who are they taking at receiver though? I mean, at that position in the draft, twenty-seventh, like. There's a bunch of dudes, bro. I'm on St. Brown. There's going to be a couple be that'll fall. Um, baby uh, from Minnesota. Tony out of Florida. Yeah, might there's, be there. This is a deep wide receiver draft. That's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of these mocks have a lot of these guys going to the second round with Bateman from Minnesota. That dude's a legitimate number one quarterback. I mean, a wide receiver. Amon Ross St. Brown from USC. That dude's a fucking speedster, and he's fucking big. Like, right. There's so many dudes they can uh, grab here. Terrence Marshall looks like he's going second round from LSU. Elijah Moore from Ole Miss, like Elijah Moore. Uh, I mean, they definitely need just because he's fucking. Yeah, good. they definitely need a receiver, hundred percent. Like they need they need to give Lamar some more help. Like somebody that can. They need somebody that can make his bad throws catchable. So whoever the biggest, the biggest. <laughs> Receiver with the best hands, that's who you got to take. Just someone who's a huge target. Because, like, he's not like, I mean, he's not accurate, dude. So, like, if you give him an area to hit, I'm sure he can hit an area. That's, you know, I would hope. I think that's why I think St. Brown is the dude they should take because he's a big target. He's able to get downfield quickly. He's a good route runner. But I think he's going to follow the second round, to be honest. Yeah. I'll take him or Bateman. Yeah, I think receiver. I think we're all in agreement on that. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They, they're they actually a team that I think should be pushing for that number four spot because they need to replace Big Ben at some point. And yeah, but they're not going to trade the, him for – that dude's not going to start right now. Yeah, but you've got Big Ben under contract for another year. And then – you know, build him in like, you know, the Packer doing with love. But 
they also need a, a offensive tackle. They need a running back. They need a cornerback. Like they have a lot of holes. Yeah, they need a yeah, lot, they dude. Do. They do. That's the thing. They need a I'll lot. I'd probably take. Court. I would probably take running back where they're at if Najee Harris James. is available, yeah. available, or Travis Etienne. Yeah, I mean they didn't really do anything in free agency to help their running game. No, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I think it's clear that they're taking a running back. Like, um, but it, it's a, the problem is who's going to block for him, dude? Like, it wasn't yeah, necessarily go offensive line, too. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't necessarily like the running back was the issue because just the year before, Connor was like a thousand, you know, he was like a thousand yard rusher, right? Like, yeah. it's so I don't think it was necessarily that. It, they didn't have any holes to run through, dude. I mean, there's a reason why the Steelers were throwing three yard passes, not only because Ben couldn't get it downfield, but because their line couldn't block long enough for him to be able to throw it downfield. So that's why you would see in the end of the year, like when he would like, feel like he was taking a bunch of risks, like trying, trying to throw it downfield because he actually had more than like a half a second to throw it. So he's like, well, I better take my shot now or else I'm screwed. Is James Conner still a free agent, Eddie? I believe he is. Wow. Hmm. Maybe that does I tell think... us something. Maybe he is. Maybe he wasn't Maybe that he is good. that bad. Maybe. I mean, it could be. But at the same time, like uh, – that offensive line, like it, maybe it is Connor because they it felt like they were always able to run the ball, whether it was like Le'Veon Bell or like when D'Angelo Williams got in there and D'Angelo Williams looked like, like a 2,000-yard rusher when he was playing on that team for a little while. Like, um, I don't know. All fair points. I, yeah. I'd, go try, I'd go running back here. Travis Etienne, Najee Harris. Because they're obviously guys. trying to win now, right? Like it's Ben's like last year. Yeah, they brought back Ben. I mean, I don't know. They could be trying to think this year, too. Maybe get a quarterback next year. They're like, yo, you don't want to fucking retire? <laughs> Fuck you, then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you do also have Anthony McFarlane that they picked up, what, last year? So are they going to give him a bigger role? I mean, they'll still need another running back, but is he their answer? I mean, he's no Travis Etienne or Najee Harris. I could tell That's you true. that much. <laughs> yeah, he probably plays, I would imagine, but... Yeah, yeah, I think running if back. If they don't go running back here, I would definitely – he's probably going to be their starter. But I, they got to. They got to. Unless yeah. they're going to bring Connor back. Yeah, because, like, the defense is, is fine, obviously. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, the defense is good. So, like, you don't need to fuck with the year. defense. Right. I mean, you could have, like, third-round pick there. I mean, unfortunately, they brought back Juju, so that sucks for them. Dude, come on, bro. That also <laughs> wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. When Antonio was, Brown was on the other side and they had to focus on him, you take Antonio last year. The year before, not this last season, but the year before last the year season. before, dude. You know, he was not. He was one of the worst number one receivers in football. What? No. Last no, year he just not. spent too much time on TikTok. last year he sucked because he was dancing on the on the side yeah. on everything. The year before that he was terrible too. That's why they went out and drafted Claypool in like the first it's round. Because Claypool is a good ass uh compliment to him. Yeah. No, Juju is not a, a good one, like dude. underneath guy. Well, yeah, and no, I agree. He's not a number one receiver, but he's still a great receiver. Dude, in twenty nineteen, Juju Smith Schuster had forty two catches for five hundred and fifty yards. And well, he was three... hurt a lot of the year. It doesn't matter, dude. What do you do in twenty eighteen, dude? When you when, when Antonio Brown, that's still, that's still double digits yards per 
per reception there. Your number one receiver to have 550 yards receiving. That's terrible, dude. And then the year before that, he had Antonio Brown on the other side. And when, like I said, he's not a number one. And he had 111 catches for 1,400 yards. But he did, wasn't the number 1,400 one guy. 1,400 yards. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, he wasn't the number one guy. Rookie is what I'm, here, that's my point I'm telling you. 917. Yeah, that, that basically tells 14, you when he's not being double or triple teamed, he's balling out of control because dudes can't guard him. But he, he wants to get paid like a number one guy, dude. They fucking put Four, whatever, I mean, 111 like, catches and 1,400 yards is a number one type yeah. money. Yeah, but they had Antonio Brown on the other side, man. Like, yeah, but what has Antonio Brown done without a without another guy on the opposite side of him? He's been out of the league. Okay, but I'm telling you, what it, Antonio I'm Brown didn't need you, a number he, one guy on the other side of him. He yeah, did he did. He's always had good receivers on the other side. Wait, he had what's his name? Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace was You're a trying baller. to say Mike Wallace was a number one. Dude, Mike option? Wallace was a baller, dude. And he went and Mike got Wallace paid ran straight. Yeah, and he took a coverage off Antonio Brown underneath. Right, but it's still and Antonio Brown was the with, number one guy. Plus, Mike Wallace was at the end of his career when he was. Well, he was—I mean, he was in the middle of his the, career at the end of his yeah. career because after that, he never did shit. <laughs> right, he went to Baltimore and stuff. But like, uh, he went to Miami. Oh, right? that's right. That's right. Went to Miami first mm-hmm. and yeah. had all that money, and he was uh, saying, partying in Miami too much. Juju's not. Uh, Juju sucks, dude. I'm sorry. Like he, no, he, he is a good number suck, two. Bro. Yes, he does, dude. He'd be the he'd be the best receiver on the Raiders right now. Not even close, dude. <laughs> who, the, who, who would who's be better than him? I would take a mil- I would take Hunter Renfro over Juju Smith. <laughs> oh, dude. give me a like hundred percent. No way. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. Wow. Dude. Hundred percent. Oh, oh man, sucks. Oh, oh shit! Not oh, even, shit. dude. I could think of hey, like thirty receivers dude, that are better than Juju Smith. We're, we're posting that to social media for sure. Go for it, dude, because it's a fucking right. true statement, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true statement, dude. Hundred oh, percent. Shit. Jesus, oh, Eddie, I love you, dog. I love you, dude. Juju is not good. I don't know why you guys are so high on Juju Smith Schuster. Like, explain it to well, me. Well, dude, like, it's I'm, not that I'm we're tr- not high. It's just you're so low on him. It makes it look like us saying he's a good he's bad. Dude, he's so not. High. He's not good. <laughs> he's not. He didn't even. Have, he's had one year with over a thousand yards, dude. How does that make him a good uh, a good receiver? I guess this was the part I don't understand. Like we go off stats and talk about stats all the time, but yeah, you look at a player like him, and the stats don't matter. Hunter Renfro had 605 yards his Dude, first his season and 656 his second season. He had more yards than Smith Schuster did his rookie year. No, Schuster he had, had 405. Dude, yeah, Smith Schuster had like 417 his rookie yards. 917. Year, he had 426 he had 552 his third year, was what? and he had what year was 31 that? his fourth year. What year was the year Hunter Renfro came in the league? 2019, right? Two years ago, yeah. And Juju Smith-Schuster had 550 yards that year, and Hunter Renfro had 600. In okay, 12 games versus 16 worst games. Year, dude, and he had 831 this year, and his worst year before that. But he's got 831 yards, and he's asking for like $25 million a year, dude. This is what I'm talking about. Like, Hunter Renfro makes like $3 million a year. He had had 97 catches, dog. Like, he's obviously, dude, he's he's catching the ball. Only only 128 targets, too. I mean, he's catching the ball almost every time he's thrown to him. He has 800 yards, dude, on 97 catches. That's like in today's NFL, that's nothing. 
That's Very. that's more so of how the offenses run. Yeah. And Dude, Ben can't throw the ball that far. Yeah. Ben and doesn't have the time to last year. To move you're trying to, to hold to it against him when Mason Rudolph is throwing him the ball fucking most of the year and Duck Hodges, Delvin what Hodges, who's not even in the league anymore. Matter? And you're trying to hold that shit <laughs> against him. Yeah, of course that matters. It Who's throwing really, the ball it doesn't to the matter wide bro, receiver? Oh my god. Remember <laughs> when remember when Kerry Collins was throwing the ball to Randy Moss? <laughs> yeah, he had a thousand yards his first year. For the Raiders? Yeah, the problem was Randy Moss in Oakland, in Oakland, dude, was they only made him run one route. It was stupid. Well, that's what he ran his little career. He only ran one route. But he didn't do anything else. It was just oh, it was for, go downfield and throw. That's it. what he did his whole career. Dude, that's not what he should have been doing more than that, though, dude. Like, you can't just run one route when they're putting three guys on him every time. The difference was he had Chris Carter on the other side. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right? So let's let's get back to the Steelers <laughs> on what they need in this draft. In a running back, we got, and then yeah, we get rid okay. of Juju. <laughs> oh my god! It's that simple. Oh, He's not man. good, dude. <laughs> He's just not good. Again, I think the the Steelers would be a, uh, a definition prime target of good to move is, up uh, to fourth. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, Lamar was also not good, so that's a fact. Oh man, well, he he definitely was good enough to win a playoff game. Finally, yeah, I would have given that. And one of the best playoff moments. Happy as Ricky. His defense made a play. That was good. (laughs) Defense did ball out. All right, so at this at this moment, so pre-draft, let's let's go back over this NFC North. Who do you guys have winning uh, the North? The Packers pre-draft as teams are at this moment: Packers, Bears, Vikings, or Lions? Uh, Packers. Yeah, I am with you on the, the Packers there. Packers. I think the Vikings will definitely be in second and overtake the Bears, but uh, yeah. Vikings. Let's go AFC North. We've got uh, the Steelers, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Bengals. Browns. Dude, it's so hard to pick the Browns two years in a row, dude. Like, they, I didn't just... pick them to win last year. No, no, I mean, like, I mean, just like to be good again. You know what I mean? It is, but I think it's going to happen. It feels dangerous. Kevin Stefanski's a great coach. I feel like they're probably the best team all around in the division, but I feel like the Ravens will probably win the division. I'm going to go both of them tied at 12 and 5. They'll win that extra game this year. That would be great. They're they're, uh, 12-win teams in a division. (laughs) That would be crazy, dude. I mean, look at that division last year. 12 and 4, 11 and 5, 11 and 5. Yeah. Are you holding? You said that the yeah. Browns are going to win that extra game against the Cardinals. No, 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 no. The they're they're both going to add one more game. That extra, not necessarily that seventeen. He's saying game, that they were both going to finish twelve both, and five. Yeah, they'll both finish one game ahead of where they were. Yeah, so. no, I I agree. I think well, yeah, I, don't I mean, know. the Ravens are a good regular season team, but I'm gonna go. I'm, I got to go Browns here. Yeah, I mean, I think the yeah, I think the Ravens are just like. I just can't put faith in the Browns yet, I guess. I just can't trust them too. It's times. tough, dude. It's weird. Yeah. It's like my whole life the Browns feeling. stink, dude. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just it can't get better just because like and plus OBJ is gonna be back. So like they're gonna stink. Yeah. It's it's crazy to see the differential in, in points allowed versus points for and 
you know, Ravens at plus 165 last year at 12 at 11 and five and the Browns at minus 11 at 11 and five. Yeah. It's crazy. So they, they sucked in the games that they, they like all their games were close dude. Like it just, they won a lot of close games, you know? Yeah. Um, That's hard to do. And it's their best game, row, the, their best game of the year, right? Their best game of the year. They lost against Baltimore and Monday night. Like that, yeah, was that was a weird all It was a yeah, it was. Uh, it was just like you know, Lamar Jackson went to go take a poop and just got yeah, right. <laughs> came back. Yes. Out there. <laughs> he pooped out all the shitty accuracy that he had, Monster, just dropped yeah. one dime. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it was crazy. Right. That was a crazy game. That was a good game. Yeah. All right. So next week we are going to be talking about the NFC and AFC South. So uh, wait. make sure to start start looking at those. Uh, those teams yeah, there save so, the west for last for that's that. good oh yeah always got to do the west last but uh <sighs> but great podcast guys uh thank you everybody out there for listening to apr that's the annexation of puerto rico podcast make sure to uh follow us on instagram at taproom sports podcast you can check out their the network's twitter at taproom underscore sports or you can check out jordan's which is at jordan rules tsp eddie is at eddie tsp and mine is somewhere out there uh we're <laughs> on facebook search uh the taproom sports podcast or you can just visit www.taproomsportspodcast.com where you can find all our podcast and really all of our sports beer yeah i mean everything. everything that's going on yep make sure to check out our merch store which is in collaboration with the glory and uh man we that apr sweatshirt i don't know how i don't own one yet but i gotta get on that this week uh, but yep. make sure to catch Jordan and I on the Taproom Sports Podcast for our weekly sports review while we drink some craft beers. And while we're talking craft beers, you know it. Today we are uh, sponsored by Tavour. They deliver the best craft beer straight to your front door. I'm drinking a, a Tavour beer right now. Um, uh, how is it, are, It's It's really good. It kind of reminds me of a, a like a, a michelada. Um, and Did it's you finish it? I'm close. I got about a you know inch or so left. left. <laughs> nice, dude. So, but um, it's it's a good one. I got another, so I'll probably do it on uh, one of our podcasts. But cool. um, but make sure to use promo code Taproom for ten bucks off your first purchase of twenty five dollars or more. Make sure to check out Jordan and uh, Brian on the program where they talk college sports. Make sure to check out Square Sharks where. We're putting out uh, bets multiple times a week with Jordan, Steady Eddie, and I. And uh, we build our best bets from the games. Make sure to check out Tiffany at Picked by Chicks on Instagram for some great prop bets. But that is it for us this week. We got Steady Eddie. Yep. We got Jordan stacks on stacks on stacks. Let's go. I am Big Ball and Ben Larson. We will see you next week.